0: it's fine 2020 new year a new chance to keep to a schedule uh yeah sure Hello and welcome to Journey Through the DecaCast, a camaradero retrospective through the <laughs> lens of decade. I'm not retaking that. I just love the Discord pop-up of civil of editors civil going. Oh no, it's good. <laughs> it's the proper reaction. Yeah, so I'm not retaking that um, this week, and definitely not was what was referenced elsewhere. We watched um, episodes 41 and 42 of Kamoraderu Yuki, entitled. Im- Imperler? I thought that was Impaler. Impaler? I guess not. Imperier? Uh, Man, I just thought that was Impaler until I actually looked at the word. Emperor? 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 Yes. Emperor is what it looks like. And room four hundred one.
1: No, it didn't actually translate
0: the title in the subs. I guess that's the writer's name, which I thought his name was just common writer Impaler, but. I was wrong Impede Uh, anyway There's a new writer Yeah I think possibly the last one in the main show
1: He's a bull
0: No
2: wait, he's not a bull He's like an antelope or something
1: I'm pretty sure he's like an antelope (laughs) I mean, I could totally see Antelope, especially with. His without... contract
0: monster is a. a giga... Gigazale. Oh, a oh, gazelle. A gazelle. A gazelle.
1: Yeah. Okay. I could see that, yeah.
0: Yeah, and his visor is called the gazelle visor, which is mounted to his knee and dumb.
1: <gasps> I mean. I think it's fine. For a gazelle, what else would you do? Yeah, he's, he's kick themed. You could, like, put it on his horns, but that would be even dumber. Yeah, he's jumping and kicking themed. Well, look, he can I have it on his
2: greaves, that's fine.
0: I, I didn't specify what kind of dumb. That's true.
2: Yeah, that's true. It's like the dragon motorcycle, good kind of dumb. God, I love that mm. dragon motorcycle.
0: I, mm. I also love
1: that dragon motorcycle.
0: No, you guys love, like, the base motorcycle.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, because it's a stupid Tron motorcycle.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <gasps> Anyway, okay. uh, man, I watch these episodes again too, and I'm just like, what happened in these again? There's there's a guy, he's new, well, and he just, causes I mean, shenanigans. A, a fairly yeah. large
2: amount of stuff happens in them. Like we progress the the plot line with Yui pretty a lot. Like the the O-Ori Journal guys do a lot. Like. In episode 42, Alternative dies, and the lion is like an insane weirdo about it. We spend a lot of time with Gazelle Guy, and he's kind of amazing.
1: So, the professor's protege has turned the full. taken the uh, ideal to the logical, extreme, demented idea version of it. It's like, oh, if. If you want to be a hero, you have to have You have to lose what you care about So that means, because I care about the professor I have to kill him It's a real
2: shame It's a real shame that he's not a different kind Of predatory cat themed character Because I would really love (laughs) To use this as as in a Uh, I can't believe the The party for leopards Eating people's faces Have made leopards eat my face (laughs) Uh (laughs) like he's such a perfect indicator of that.
1: Yeah, just a bit. It's like the professor teaches this kid it's like, yeah, to be, to be a like he's I get the feeling he was trying teaching him you know, to to be a hero you have to be willing to sacrifice important things and the kid took it as okay, to be a hero you have to sacrifice important things. No, that's right. that's not what I had that's not what I said.
2: Yeah. He's like, you just need to, yeah, you need you need to sacrifice stuff you care about. Like, give of yourself. And he's like, destroy things I care about? Can, too. Like, no, that doesn't make any sense. That's, that's, okay, that's, I'm, that's, I'm
1: dead now, I guess. That's not I what I ha- said.
0: Rip t- <laughs> the best suit in the show. Again. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's a really good one.
2: Uh, also, gazelle guy like can control a bunch of mirror monsters, and I, I guess his contract monster is a herd of gazelles instead of just one, which is kind of cool.
1: Yeah, that's a that is a very neat conceit. I like it a lot. Yeah, I like that too. It
2: isn't I isn't
0: thirdly like it, it
2: at the. I, was it at the end of episode forty or thirty nine where like they showed him just like walking along a road and all of the gaz the gazelle costume guys are just doing flips around him. Because, I, I, honestly, I think it's kind of an amazing scene to just have all of these stuntmen just running around and doing flips, just
1: for no reason. I think that was at the end of 39.
2: Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's a good scene. Just put, like, ten stunt guys in gazelle costumes and just have them walk down a road and do, do jump flips.
0: Yeah, just do some flips and shit. Just do some cool flips.
2: It's one of those things that's like cool to watch but if you remove yourself from it at
1: all it's extremely silly. It's like what who, who are they putting on this performance for are they just doing it for themselves? It's a distraction. They
0: just, they just like doing flips. It's like pockets hand. It's a distraction um, yeah so well 41 it starts off with a recap pseudo recap of last time. Except it shows the new writer sitting there watching everybody fight a swarm of monsters. It's, it's his
1: swarm of monsters, because he's like, oh, I gotta figure out who I'm gonna offer my services to.
0: Yeah. Uh, Shinji comes in, and he's like, by the way, I saved the professor's family. And Catboy's like, well, he grew past that. And Shinji's like, I won't give a shit. I wanted to do it, so I did it. I'm stating my intent. And then, it's very
1: interesting how forceful this kid is in, like, speaking for the professor. Like, I understand it's probably this thing of, oh, the professor's so important, he doesn't need to deal with you, is what the kid's thinking. But he pushes himself into the professor's, like, conversations and relationships in a very detrimental way. He's yeah.
2: Like, he, he's got the fervor of a convert, is, yeah, I think, the idea.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, that tracks.
2: Someone said a philosophy to him and he was like, that's the most interesting and comprehensive thing I've ever heard. I will definitely base all my actions around that, even though I do not understand it.
0: Um, And then Takeshi comes in and he goes to fight Ryuki, but then everybody starts doing the fizzle out thing. So they all have to leave. Um, There's a bit where then Professor calls and confirms that his family is not dead. And that...
1: um, then the the relief he seems to show at his family is apparently unacceptable to his <laughs> student. Yeah. It's like, wait, but I thought you said you needed to, you needed to sack. How can you love the things you sacrifice? You need to, you, you didn't lose them. What? This is wrong.
2: Yeah. This Ren is... walks up to confront them in an alley in a cool leather outfit, by the way. He's got like, I, I like his jacket, but he's got
0: now. Yeah, and and they all wax poetic about what it means to be a hero. I'm um, waiting for a scene where Ren
2: is like, "Look, I've been putting up with enough of this shit from Shinji already."
0: That's true. Um, Catboy quits the cafe. Quits the cafe. Um, which is cool, fine, neat. Uh, Ren checks in with Shinji, who was in the hospital last episode, and that's neat, Ren showing that that tsundere karanis.
2: Yeah, it's cute.
0: And they're like, and Shiji's like, hey, what about Yue though? And then we ignore that, as uh, Takeshi shows up to Kidaoka's place and eats his pasta.
2: Oh, (laughs) uh, you skipped the scene where he, like, hits his head on the door to knock. Which I think is supposed to look intimidating,
1: but just makes him look like a moron. Yeah, it's... He's... Asakura is getting to the point, like, his his threat is... His threat has been the same the entire time, but he's been around long enough, it's kind of settled, and you're like, yeah, okay.
2: My favorite Asakura scene in a while happens in these episodes, when he shows up at Ori Journal, and they, like, get a bunch of Office supplies to like attack him with. Try and defend. Yeah, it's good.
0: Yeah, but this time it sh- he shows up to Keto and He's like, "Hey, where's the cat boy? I oh. want to murder him."
2: Oh, I forgot. He also when he's eating Ketoica's pasta, he
1: also just straight eats the shells too, and Ketoica's like, "Ugh," because yes, he's like gotten muscles in with the spaghetti. So, well. He eats the shrimp tails too.
0: Yeah, but then he spits out like the the muscle shell. It's fun because Kidoka's is like, "Well, I don't know where Catboy is. Go ask Shinji," and then he's like, "Well, where's he?" Um, and then back at the news place at Ori Journal, they're showing Shinji's like, "Hey, look at this mirror monster." And Shinji's like, oh, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, this is definitely something that's new and relevant knowledge to me that I did not know about before. Oh, here, monsters,
1: you don't say, huh? Look at this amazing (laughs) discovery we made. Why aren't you surprised at this amazing discovery made? No, I'm totally surprised. Mm. It's good stuff.
0: And then Asakura shows up and, and everybody at Ori Journal freaks out. And he's just like, I'm here for Shinji. Come
1: on, Shinji, come talk to me
0: he's like, where's Catboy? And I'm like, look, you want to kill him, so I'm not telling you. And then the rest of the and all shows up on the opposite staircase. Yeah, they, they've
2: all got, like, bats and brooms and shit to presumably defend Shinji from Asakura. But they're standing on, like, a different platform than they are on, so they can't actually get to them. Which is a, a funny touch, yeah.
0: Yeah. Shinji calls it out. As Takeshi nopes out. It's very fast. Gotta get away. Reiko then goes to visit Kidooka and is like, Hey, I learned about Mere Monsters. I can tell me about Mere Monsters now. And then they end up going out and Goro has to wrap up the new pasta. Which, like, this pasta looked good. We didn't bring that up yet. It is some fine looking pasta. It's like a shrimp linguine or something. Yeah never had it but it looks good that happens lawyer or er, Kidoka takes Reiko to the professor and catboy and Reiko does like journalism stuff
2: Rika's like hey what about these mirror monsters uh that that seems like something you know definitely know about
1: and he's like uh nope definitely never heard of those See, he finally snaps at her in a way that he'd never done before. You mean uh, Kidaoka does? Yes, I'm sorry.
2: Because Reiko's like, look, everyone is obviously hiding stuff from me. This is getting really aggravating.
0: Yeah, I think it's afterward when they're sitting on the bench. Um, Kidaoka gets her a coffee. And they talk. Or mean near the end of the episode, too. Because then she goes to the batting yeah. cage next episode yeah. when she's pissed.
1: Yeah. Okay, that's... Yeah, yeah it's no, like right I'm
2: before she events. gets knocked out by the monster, I think.
0: No, I think it's after and she's like, "Hey, you know what? What's going on?" Um so there's that. Uh so but before then that, we
2: get introduced to our the guy who is the gazelle common rider.
0: Yeah.
1: Emperor Gazelle common rider is a guy.
2: He is working as a garage attendant.
0: He's uh, Mitsuru Sano.
1: Mitsuru. He, he okay. is a hustler. Yeah, you it's kind of
0: amazing. You would say he's grinding out that money.
2: You know, it hadn't occurred to me, but yeah, did he just, like, steal a uniform and pretend to be a worker in this garage? Does he not actually work here? Because that's a good scam.
1: That is entirely possible.
0: <sighs> yeah, you Makes, know what? I don't it, know.
1: It reminds me, I think it was somewhere in britain i remember reading an article on this guy who for like 20 to 30 years had set up like a toll booth at a public parking space and just operated it for years and nobody questioned it because it looked official and then he just disappeared nice work if you can get it i guess yeah it is that's a wonderful hustle (laughs)
0: Yep. So we see him. He he's like a traffic dude, and he gets money to clean this rich person's car.
2: Yeah, it shows him as real, like swarmy and willing to flatter people
1: to get money. So like that's kind of the main emphasis. It is. It is very obvious that it's. He reminds me of a lot of portrayals of uh, Hideyoshi Toyotomi. He's got this aspect of a monkey. It's like super friendly and super happy and always willing to do whatever needs and will bow and scrape and will do whatever as long as he gets paid. But it was, you know, it was also for pay, always for the pay and always hustling.
0: (laughs) Gotta get that bread. Yep. Do the kids still say that?
2: Maybe. I've heard people call it the bag lately. Maybe that's the new slang.
0: Oh, wow, I feel like that's a step down. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong. I know this is very, like, how do you do fellow kids, but...
2: That's... I saw people joking about, uh... Oh, that lady who played Shuri uh, in in, in Black Panther. I I saw a lot of fumbling the bag jokes when people were like, you got hired to be an incredibly popular character for very little work, and all you had to do was not be an insane weirdo. And you chose to be an insane
1: weirdo. A lot of people choose to be an insane weirdo. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, she's an anti-vaxxer, in case you,
2: you, anyone listening doesn't know. Yeah, I had someone the other day mention, like, yeah, they were going to pay me, like, twice as much at work, but I had to get vaccinated. And I was like, wow, you didn't look like a moron when you walked into this room, but...
0: We cut back to Reiko and Kidaoka, and then, like, Catboy... Sends out his cat monster to attack uh, Raiko, and then Lawyer saves her. She gets knocked out, um, and then he goes to fight Cat Boy. Red and Yue also show up at some point and see this through the mirror.
2: Yeah, there's a scene where he's like standing on the opposite side of glass behind them, and then like he he turns the blind so that it's he's not visible. And then after the monster attacks them, he turns the back so he is visible. So he and Kidoka can like
1: do the go into the glass towards each other thing. It is a fun little bit of pantomime.
2: Yeah, it's it's uh yeah, it's a good visual.
0: And then uh lawyer gets beat up because um fucking freeze vent is OP. Yeah, freeze freeze vent's broken.
1: It just stops you.
0: No one likes blue magic. Freeze card is broken. Uh Ren saves lawyer. Ren takes lawyer to the hospital. Uh, Kidooka's like, ah, shit, am I just weak now?
2: Yeah, Kidoka might be dying, it might make him bad,
1: it might be making him bad at doing common Rider. Yeah. I mean, considering that his entire thing is he started with, like, I, I want to be a common Rider so that I don't die of this terminal illness I have. And at this point
2: it kind of seems like he's just like, maybe I'll just die. That's fine, I guess. He does seem
1: to be coming to that conclusion.
0: Yeah. Um... And then Professor yells at Catboy about, like, why did you try to kill Reiko? Like, what, dude, come on.
1: No, you gotta kill things, though. Uh,
2: There's a pretty elaborate scene where, like, Ren basically took Kidoka to the hospital. Apparently the doctor told him whatever he was sick with. And he's like, uh, like, Ren basically is like, well, I kind of understand where you're coming from now. But the fact that you're sick I mean doesn't really mean I'm gonna
1: let just let you win the rider fight shit if you don't like me so much why'd you ha- save me then oh now you owe me
0: <laughs> now, now owe I will unfavor. make you shoot someone um the professor's like you know we're having a hard time killing you eh? you know if only you didn't kill the last ally we had <laughs>
2: That sounds like the words of someone who wants to get murdered.
0: Um, And then the traffic guy comes into the cafe and is like, Hey, Rider-senpai, uh, hire me.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess well, watching the uh, watching the Rider fight,
1: he figured out that Shinji was Ryuki somehow? I was a little unclear on that. I mean, he probably just kept watching after they went out. It's not like they try and hide all that much. That's true, yeah. He shows up. He's like, "Hey, writer senpai, you're great. I look up to you a lot. You would be. You, you're the light of my life. You're my hero. You should and hire me." This is a really. It's a really
2: fun sequence because both Shinji and Rin are sitting here getting this guy's pitch, and Shinji is like totally like, "Oh man, he thinks I'm cool. I love this." Shinji, Shinji and, and Rin is, Ren is buying not buying it.
1: it. Rin is not buying it for a second. As as soon as. <laughs> Uh, he gets past all the kind flattery and is, implies that, oh yeah, no, you, I want to be paid. Ren is just immediately like, all right, now get the fuck out. Leave, you're done. We're not going to buy an ally. I don't know why not.
0: It's certainly a perfectly good idea.
2: <gasps> I mean, Ren has literally tried to murder Shinji a couple times. I don't know if he wants to like get on his high horse on who's trustable and who isn't. <laughs>
0: That's true.
1: No, but you see, all of those have been justified. This guy is for money, so it's worse.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, we see him give the exact same pitch with the exact same patter to uh, the professor and cat guy, which is pretty fun, I gotta say.
1: It's, it's this very blatant, <laughs> oh yeah, our friend Gazelle is does not actually believe in any of this. He is... He's a hustler, trying to make <gasps> some money.
0: Yeah, Shinji's like, you know, he seemed nice, and then cut to him giving the same pitch to the scientist guys. Yeah,
2: yeah, this was definitely more the point where I was like, "He, dude, this is K- Kidaoka does exactly the same thing. He's just <laughs> classier about it."
1: Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, pretty much he does
2: the exact same thing in a more socially acceptable way. It is good stuff. So I'm like, I'm kind of on this guy's side, even though he is obviously evil. But, you
1: know, I mean, he's a fun, he's a fun evil. He doesn't (laughs) seem evil in the sense. It's like, I get the feeling like if Shinji and Ren had like given him a serious offer and actually bought him like a mercenary and it had been a better offer, it would have gone for him. But he's completely mercenary, so it's just like whoever gives me the better offer, yeah, they're the, they're the hero.
2: Yeah, yeah. When I, I mean, the last scene of the episode is him basically attacking Shenji, and then like the next episode has some dialogue between the two of them where Shenji's like, "What the fuck, man? I thought you you said you you liked us." And it's he does seem like, no, I was serious about that. I did genuinely think you were cool.
1: Yeah, it's just, but someone else paid me more. Yeah, so you they know. gave me a better offer. So. Going with them.
0: Yep. So then that happens. Yeah, there's some near I'm monster. like, I'm
2: not I don't really think that no ethical consumption under capitalism extends to murdering people, but you know, I get it. I get it. Fuck you. But I get it. <laughs> yeah. He's just a more fun villain than like some of the others have been.
1: Just a bit.
0: Yeah, so then was there? There's there's a monster fight. Shinji fights two monsters. He, he uses gun. Um, one of them gets away. Um, and then yeah, Impaler guy comes up. He's like, "Hey, here's my pitch." And then Catboy comes up from behind, and the episode ends. Yeah.
2: Uh. Yeah. Next episode basically cuts back in, just a continuation of Tiger guy attacking Shinji from behind. Uh, Emperor's still there, like, giving in is like, oh, yeah, you know, hey, I'll help whoever pays me. Cat guy goes to, like, just kill Shinji at one point, I think. Or wait, is yeah. he? Yeah. yeah, he goes to kill Shinji and, uh, Alternative stops him. It's like, nah, we don't need to do murders right now.
1: And it's, it's getting very obvious through, uh, Protégé's act, like, it protege is slowly becoming more and more unhinged, and they're doing a good job of showing of how he's put trying to push the boundaries more and more, leading up to him eventually killing the professor. It's, yeah. very, it's quite well done, and paced.
2: Yeah, it's, um, yeah, like, up, trying to apply ethics to this weird murder game he's involved in is just not, is not healthy for his, his mental well-being, so. Nope,
0: no. Um, we cut back to the new guy, Impaler, Imperler, Emperor. Emperor. And, uh, he just wants to get rich. That's his motivation. He wants it's, to live the high
1: life. It, it feels like it's literally just guy that was destitute to the point of, like, I don't have any money, I don't have anything. Hey, do you want money? Sure. Okay. It's- evil born from desperation Mm. yep
0: (laughs) yep and then from there we go to uh, Goro's taking lawyer lawyer home from the hospital and lawyer's like man I sure suck now (laughs) and Goro's like no you don't you don't suck I don't think you suck for the same reason you think you suck, which is caring about people.
1: Caring about people is a detriment, of course.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, Keoka is which- kind of like, he's like, re- he generally does the right thing in the end. Yeah.
1: It's like, would I trust him in the situation? Probably not, but... I'd expect he probably would do the right thing. I mean, he and Ren basically have the
2: same thing going on, where they're like, I'm I'm in this for me, but then like they, they mostly aren't going to try and mess with other people if they can avoid it. Except Ren's, like, cooler than Kidoka, <laughs> because uh, just Kidoka has a shitty
0: personality. but uh, yeah,
1: Ren, yeah. at the very least, doesn't hit on women that very blatantly say no. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: I mean, Kidoka's just kind of like a shitty Tony Stark.
2: That's probably a good description, actually, that, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good way of putting it.
2: He does kind of come off like pre, like the fir- like Tony does in the first Iron Man movie.
1: Tony Stark without the charm. I mean, he's got
2: some of the charm, just not enough to cover up how much he sucks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like middling charisma instead of high charisma. And by middling, I meant the middle, which I yeah. used the wrong word for.
1: No, middling works. <laughs> so
0: so uh, Emperor
2: shows back up at the cafe and is like, do you, do you really, do you, you want to
1: outbid the other guys? Uh, we'll give you free food. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, that's, that's great. Ooh.
0: And then Shinji's <laughs> like, so why did you be a writer? And he's like, ah oh, man, my life was down in the dumps. I was thinking about, you know, just ending it. And you know, I couldn't keep a job, couldn't keep a woman, and then and then this like shiro guy came. He's like, "Hey, you want to be a writer?"
1: And I was like, "Yeah, sure, cool."
0: Yep. And then yeah, Shinji hires him, quote unquote, for free food and drink. <laughs> but uh, you he's obviously... an extremely
2: literal version of the "if you're good at something, don't do it for free" meme. I think it's really cute that Shinji is, like, so into being validated, finally. <laughs> it's true. It's fine everyone though, he... has been, like, just telling him he sucks and is a baby the whole show. And now when someone's like, no, I I, I want to validate you because I'm flattering <laughs> your, your sensibilities.
1: Yeah. He's like, that's fine. It leaves him particularly <gasps> open to that.
0: Yeah. Um, we go back to Professor and he's like, look, we're, we're heroes, but I, I guess we have to hire you. Um, Takeshi's grilling and eating a lizard, and then Shiro comes up and is like, "Hey, uh, I'll tell you where um, those people you want to kill are."
2: And I'm just sitting here wondering, like, what exactly is the professor going to put on the grant paperwork for? I hired a gazelle-based mercenary to beat win a mirror fight. I, mean, I probably don't... do it as lab I, assistant.
0: I don't think he's doing this for you know, <laughs> I mean, he's probably tenured. Yeah,
2: I mean, even if you're tenured, you still have to stop to fill out those grants. That's how you get your research paid for.
0: Uh, I just like near ref- reflection. <laughs> Lights. Prisms. Science and shit.
1: Yeah, I'm not entirely sure
2: what it would be about. I mean, I, w- I was just kidding. It's just a joke. <laughs> Probably just say, intern for various tasks.
0: Yeah. Um, Reiko goes to visit Kidoka and is like, Hey, I need some answers. I was only kind of passed out, so I kind of know what's going on.
2: Yeah, I definitely felt like a weird... Like a man in a giant plastic tiger suit attacked me or something.
0: Yeah. Uh, Kidoka tries to get Reiko to stop, but then she just gets angry and goes to a batting cage. Which I feel like that's a trope.
1: Well, it's it is a... Batting cages, from the very little I know, are, like, a traditionally... Like, that that's a thing you'd go do with friends. Is you go I to a f- batting mean, cage. It
2: is literally a place where you get to hit something as hard as you can.
0: But I feel like you, you could miss it, and then you just get more angry because you missed it.
1: Well, that's... You go enough, and you're... You have... With how big baseball is, I'm sure most... Like, it could be assumed for a general populist television sense that, oh yeah, it's, the general person would h- be able to hit a ball.
2: Yeah, it's like the thing in Stuff where they, like, show someone go do, like, a punching bag or something. But it's it's more democratic, because everyone can do a batting cage.
0: Sure. And Goro's like, you know, you kind of went a bit hard on her. And he's just like, you know... You know, you have those good qualities, they're good, and Kidoka's like, no, that's what makes me weak. And then, um, and then Ren just gets pissed off at Shinji for hiring, quote-unquote, the guy. (laughs) And then he he leaves to go murder the lab people.
1: With how flaky that guy is, I mean, I'd get, I'd be a bit upset, too.
0: That's true. (laughs) Um. So then Takeshi shows up at the lab But they move the lab Um, He
2: starts breaking the furniture that's left there Because he is a huge baby
0: Yeah And then Lawyer shows up And then He's like no I'm not going to call the cops this time We don't use cops for inhuman beings He wishes he could be like him For some reason And then Shinji and Ren show up And they're just all having a fun standoff At the old lab and then Catboy is joining the professor with dinner with his family. <laughs> the professor's
1: trying to teach him, hey, look, have some fucking. Yeah, he's like, maybe meeting
2: my cute family and my son who has drawn a picture of me that is adorable will teach you to stop being an insane sociopath.
0: Maybe or try something. to stop being a
1: psychopath.
0: <laughs> uh, spoilers, it doesn't work.
1: Yeah, it's a bad plan. Spoilers, it does the exact opposite.
0: We're back at um, the standoff, everybody votes that Shinji's a bad guy except Takeshi. Um, but oh. everybody votes that he's an idiot, which is very silly. <gasps> I
2: like was th- like, "Oh, poor
0: Shinji!" And then there's like this bit where, like, with the idiot part, like Takeshi's like starting to raise his hand, and it cuts to like this, like th- this thing of lights going up and making like the doot doot do 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 do. It is a very
1: weird bit of. S- Not slapstick, but it almost feels out of place.
0: It's a weird tonal bit. It's, it's, yeah, it's
2: definitely a weird bit of heightened reality. Considering that, like, these characters are all supposed to be, like, near the climax of a game where they're all trying to murder each other. Yeah, it's like we have one of them that is an
1: actual psychopathic murderer.
2: Yeah, and one of them has definitely killed several cops in the past.
0: Yep, um... Ua's being targeted by mirror marchers a lot and, or no, hang on before that, Emperor catches Shinji after the thing and Shinji's like, am I a bad guy? and stupid? and he's like, no, of course not and then he leaves I'm and like, then... you can't trust Kidoka, okay? he's a lawyer, and
2: Ren, he's just being a jerk yeah <laughs> and, uh, and the snake guy, he, he's like literally crazy yeah, I'm gonna go... stun
0: don't count. I'm gonna go capture Yue now. And then Yue gets captured. Uh, course.
2: yeah, this is gonna go in interesting places, I'm guessing. Because at the end of the episode, uh... Yue's, like, gone full alternative mirror person or something?
0: Yeah, so... So Shinji goes in to help Yue. And then Professor and Catboy show up. And then there's just, like, a shit ton of monsters... Yeah. And Yue gets trapped, but then she gets monster controlling powers.
2: Yes. Yeah, Gazelle Guy, yeah, he like knocks her away and she's gonna get like eaten by monsters, but uh then apparently monsters
0: don't attack
1: her. Yeah, she, she can, like control them. It's almost like she's from the mirror
0: world. She goes into like double mirror world. Which is where And she can
2: she can control their mon their contract monsters more than they can. Yeah. So like yeah.
0: She goes into double See, mirror This isn't world. even
2: just like a uncontracted monsters thing, it's uh, all of them.
0: Yeah, she just has power to control monsters. She goes into the mirror world within her, within the mirror world, where it where you're naked in that world.
2: Oh, yeah. is that how it works?
0: Yeah. Okay. That's what happened in the episode. It cut to like the white room world place, and she's just oh, yeah, there yeah, and, yeah. and naked.
2: No, that that's yeah. like in her, that's in her eyes. Well, her, is it yeah, is it's, it's it's her inner realm. Yeah, it's not it's not clear if that's like actually happening to her or if that's like rep, me, representing what is mentally happening to her. I choose to
0: believe we double mirror world.
2: Yeah, maybe. But uh like physically she's standing in front of Shinji and just not responding when he's asking if she's okay. Yeah. Uh, and the other the other bit at the end of the episode here is um uh, cat, tiger, tiger guy just, uh, straight up murders the professor.
0: Yeah, the professor goes to try to kill UA, and then, but Catboy's like, nope, attacks the professor, and he's like, I don't want to close the mirror world anymore. And, like, maybe the one who wins the Rider War is the real hero. Yeah,
2: okay, but... <laughs> I'm like, you're not even making sense to yourself anymore.
0: And then he's like, I killed the person most important to me, so nothing can stop me from being a hero now.
2: Yeah, he stabs the professor and then, like, carries his body while crying until his body evaporates.
0: Yeah, and then Shinji tries to stop Yue, and then there's some black feathers. Yeah, yeah. Which feathers so, tended uh, to be the motif for uh, Odin, is what I was well, looking for.
2: oh Odin's had light feathers, so... Well, yeah, but, yes. like,
0: but the, y- Odin was Shiro, and then this is Yue, right. so it's the opposite. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm guessing they've got a, a yin-yang thing going on, or something.
1: She has nice dark feathers, because... I don't know. I We'll, we'll find out. There was a whole lot of plot in these two episodes. Yeah. I mean, there's only eight episodes left in the show. Yeah, we're getting pretty close to the end.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: Uh, if we stay on schedule, we'll finish up Ryuki in two more months, so...
1: Yeah, and then another... Episode or two of... Two. two epi- Another two episodes of... Uh... Decade. Decade and then something else. Blade. Blade? Okay. Oh man, I'm kind of hyped for Blade.
0: Come to make an announcement.
1: Shadow the Hedgehog is a bitch-ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Fucked my wife. Wa- oh my god, Chris, have you never seen the Snapcube dub of Sonic? I don't think so. Okay, so there is a YouTuber named Snapcube, who, she's, she's great, she does a bunch of game playthroughs. She also, with her friends, takes Sonic games and does fan dubs of all the cutscenes. Okay. Some of the people know what's going on in the games. Some of the people have no idea. They're amazing. Oh, okay.
2: Uh... I mean, not many of the Sonic games are that plot-heavy. I guess there's Adventure 2 and, like, yeah. I mean, Adventure 1 is a
1: fairly involved plot. It's just not, like, apparent to the player what's well, it's, it's, uh, happening. It's, it's all the 3D ones, mostly. So stuff like Sonic okay. Heroes and Sonic Riders and Sonic Adventure. I thought Riders was just a racing game. It's It's got a story. Oh, okay.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, here we go. I don't know a lot about Sonic game Hedgehog lore, but I sure do know a lot about comic lore. Are there? I, un- I
2: heard that they were uh, getting the guy who writes the comic to uh, like do uh, writing for the next game, actually. That'd the open world
0: one that they're Interesting. doing. Yeah, th- I have unreleased episodes of a podcast going through the Sonic comics with some other cool people that maybe one day we'll, we'll surface the light of day maybe cuz the sonic comics wild in all the best ways it really is we should probably wrap up uh yeah um we are on the internet at journeythroughdeckcast.com where there are links to all sorts of podcatchers and our twitter and possibly Chris's and mine's twitter Evan <laughs> doesn't have a Twitter because he's a smart dude yep I mean no I no, I don't have a Twitter
1: there, there is a Twitter that is attached to me but I do not do anything with it
0: that's fair uh, next time we'll be back with stuff and things
2: speaking of Sonic they just premiered the trailer for the second one of those you know
1: and the second Sonic movie it's going to yeah. be interesting
2: Yeah, hot hot take. I liked the first one.
0: It's a good movie. I
1: I hated that movie. I thought it was awful. It's a fun Uh, kids
0: movie. Yeah, but you hate like movies that are secretly good. No,
2: no, I just, I just think I don't like movies that are bad. It was extremely not funny. Like, and just, I don't
0: know. I disagree. I don't like
2: Sonic as a cop. It feels like making him a kid feels like a deconstruction of a thing that was not actually there.
0: That was always there. Mm, not in any of the Sonic games I played. It's, it's in. It's in the background lore.
1: Yeah, it's more from the comics and actual. It's like.
0: not in necessarily from the comics. It's in there in, okay. in the Sonic Bible. As a guy who has played like
2: seven Sonic the Hedgehog video games, that version of the character was not at all relatable to me. He did not seem to have any precedent in the games I have played. But, you know, people seem to like it for some fucking reason. I gotta fun. say, it's the new trailer's really weird, because Tails shows up and looks like Tails and sounds like Tails, which uh, makes the Sonic look like ass. He still looks awful and sounds bad. So, uh, yeah, that's a weird, weird contrast.
0: You know, sometimes you just have these wild takes, and I just don't understand you sometimes. Uh, we're <laughs> Goodbye, passing everybody. through podcasts. Remember that we are <laughs> friends despite our opinionated differences.
2: <laughs> if you like the Sonic movie, you can yell at me on Twitter. I mean, I'm going to tell you you're wrong, but you know, hey, whatever.
0: <laughs> Sonic shouldn't be a
2: cop. <laughs> That's my sign off for this week. <laughs>